cool. Uh, so yeah, here with Dustin from So Visual and uh, just having a short conversation about about So Visual and about how Dustin used um, the AI course with No Code MBA to build out some features for for So Visual. So um, maybe first, yeah, I'd love to hear Dustin like more about um, about So Visual and maybe the story behind that a little bit before you kind of you know started using No Code MBA. Uh, uh, and then we, so we can start there. Yeah. Um, so I guess it starts, you know, back in 2014 when I uh, went out on my own uh, for the first time and uh, was uh, consulting clients in the world of social media and marketing and website design and SEO and all that fun digital marketing stuff. Um, I was a graphic designer by trade. Uh, well, not necessarily by trade. I was a self-taught graphic designer who figured out how to do web design. Um, to the extent of I could customize the CSS and WordPress themes. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I I didn't really know code ever, but thanks to you know, the simplicity of WordPress themes, I was able to build websites for customers and eventually myself, right? So um, this entrepreneurial sort of spirit in me, I've always been kind of thinking of ways that, uh, it, like most entrepreneurs, I see a problem and I want to fix it. And I want to fix it by, you know, building it myself somehow. Uh, and I ended up starting co-founding a, a WordPress plugin company with uh, some friends. Again, I'm not a developer. I'm a designer. So I had a friend, two friends who were developers. And so I had the ideas. They had some ideas. And we built a WordPress plugin. They wrote the code. I made sure everything looked good and, and did all the marketing. Um, sold that, well, sold my shares in that company. Uh, and uh, decided to go out on my own again and build a scrappy startup based on my 10 plus years of working with clients. Now, working with clients as their graphic designer, a lot of times when it comes to social media, they don't have a huge budget. Um, unless you're an enterprise or you're you know doing 10 plus million a year in revenue, your, your social media marketing budget tends to be low and graphic design labor, if it's good, tends to be a little pricey. And so I wanted to find a way where small business owners, scrappy startup founders, and DIY um, makers could create social media graphics uh, because it's highly important if you want to gain visibility for your new product, your new business. Um, and I knew the power of it because I was doing it for clients every day. Um, I wanted to create a way for them to, to make graphics easily that would it would scale across platforms quickly. And, you know, I, I was there in the beginning when Canva came around and um, yeah, I, I knew Photoshop like the back of my hand. So um, Canva was cool to me, but, you know, I, I knew Photoshop. And I actually interviewed Melanie, the founder of Canva early on in their career or in their takeover of the design world. Um, <laughs> and I, I loved her vision. Um, her vision was to really uh, make design accessible to everyone. And I love that vision. Unfortunately, I think something happened in Canva's growth trajectory that um, distracted, I think, from that end goal. And they have done a great job. They've done a great job of creating a tool that's accessible to people with zero design skills. They can use templates, but it still takes time. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, necessarily... 
um, make it so that you don't have to be a designer. You still have to go in there and change the, the sizes and change yes. the colors and move things around. And you have to search through all these templates. And a lot of times these templates are so completely different from one another that it's hard to stay on brand, right? Yeah. For people who, who know that, that, how important it is to stay on brand. Um, so I wanted to just build an easier way. You know, sort of like the no-code version or, you know, the no-design no, uh, of no-code. Um, so, so visual came to life because I was like, people don't need to tinker and toggle with a million different switches and options. They just need to put text on a graphic that looks good and have it instantly branded to their style. And that's where so visual came from. Now, there's much bigger plans, but, uh, you know, suffice to say, doing this yourself, bootstrapped. Um, my plans, uh, my vision is very expensive. <laughs> so I had to yeah. build the MVP to help get me there to, uh, yeah. to build the next level uh, revolutionary design tool. Um, <laughs> but I think we've, we've done a great job so far. People seem to love it. They love the simplicity. You know, creating a beautiful social media graphic or ad is as easy as making a meme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I... I you've convinced me to, to, to use this. I mean, I, I, uh, I think every, I'm, I really resonate with a, like the fact that I think the benefits and shortfalls of Canva really, really, um, resonate with me, uh, and, and kind of where I think a more specialized tool, like so visual can come in, um, and, and really provide a lot of value to people who, um, you know, Canva isn't really the best fit for it's, it's helping them, but it's, it's not, um, getting yeah. them to really where they, they need to be uh, so that that resonates resonates yeah, a lot it's helpful yeah. but it's still time consuming and you know yeah. it's almost like Netflix right there's just so many options there that you spend way too much time picking through the options and trying to find the right thing and you right. know for someone who I, I was also a blogger for a really long time I, I made a career by starting out as a blogger and just blogging about social media marketing um, and so as a blogger like you want to write a piece of content and you need to a great open graph image or an image to share on social media to attract people to read it. You can't, you just spend an hour, two hours, eight hours on a blog post or on a course, right? On course content, you don't want to spend another 30 to 40 minutes wrangling with some design software just to get one graphic, right? Uh, which is why like one of the intents of SoVisual was to make one graphic and instantly have it create multiple graphics for every size there is. Yes. Um, yeah. So you get four different image sizes that are optimized rather than, you know, Canva and these other tools, they're magic resize. It's just, they put the same square graphic in different sizes and then you have to go. Right. Uh, yeah. I've done that. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. 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 And you're like, and oh, I'm magic resize. What does that do? Nothing. I still got to move stuff around. All right. 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 And Not how was so visual? When did so visual launch? We have, I officially launched it. So I had to raise a little bit of money to get the development um, done yeah. because again, I'm not a developer. I had big ideas. So I came up with MVP. I contracted out a development company to build the MVP, um, had a couple um, partners come in and, and help fund it. Uh, it took about six months to build and we officially publicly launched it in February of last year. So it's coming up on a year now. Got it. Got it. Cool. And and did you design the whole product as the designer and then kind of give that to the, to the developers and say, hey, this is what yes. I want it to look like and how, how I want it to work and everything? Yeah, I started in Adobe XD. That was at the time that was like my uh, UI um, 
design app of choice, uh, but eventually switched over to Figma because it's just much better for prototyping that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I basically would send them the uh, the Figma or, or Adobe XD files and say, this is what it should look like. And then a long list of this is what it should do. And then a bunch of back and forth to, to make sure yeah. that the, uh, the communication was happening. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I, I'm sure, you know, ha having that skill set as a designer gives you a huge advantage, I think, when hiring developers to do this. I think uh, that, you know, most people don't have that skill set. So I think if they yeah. go out and hire someone, there's so much loss in communication between what's in. There is. And I'm sure even with the Figma designs and yeah. specific directions, it probably a lot got lost. Uh, yeah, because there's still, yeah. there's a lot of assumptions you make when you're creating a thing that you don't think to think about the other person not assuming as well. So right. like you really have to learn how to over articulate everything, um, even the unseens. Yeah, 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 totally. So I guess shifting a little bit to AI and, and no code, how did you use uh, no code MBA or, or just no code uh, AI in general to kind of add these features to, to so visual? Um, what was kind of the process there? Yeah. So um, as a, as a designer who, who basically just knows HTML and CSS um, and I know enough about PHP and JavaScript to copy and paste things and, <laughs> and how to undo things when I break them. Um, I've always been frustrated that, you know, like I, I can understand how simple a, uh, a code function is, but I can't spontaneously create it uh, because I just don't know enough. Mm -hmm. And so I've always had to like, I've always been limited by, uh, by, my, by my lack of development skill. And I want to build cool things. And I want to build them fast and right now, but I've always had that sort of barrier. Like if I want to build it, I'm going to have to pay somebody else to build it for me. And so I've been, I was on a, a desperate search, you know, as, as AI tools started to gain traction. And I, from 2019, I had plans for AI integration into mm -hmm. SoVisual before it was even a product, before it was even ready for the public eye. Um, and before AI was even in the public eye, I was planning on building an AI product. Um, and when I saw it happening, it was like this, uh, it was like this panic mode, like, oh, shoot, it's happening. And I didn't get there fast enough. How can I start building this myself mm -hmm. and not be sort of um, restricted by having to hire someone to do it for me? And uh, I, I don't know how it is. I came across Bubble. Um, but I remember I had tried Bubble before and I just didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like coming from WordPress, <laughs> I'm like, WordPress is way easier to use what is all this stuff in bubble and yeah it was just really confusing for, for me but when I found it discovered it again and I saw somebody uh I think I, I googled you know how to make a, a bubble app you know I was just curious like is there tutorials out there and how to build these how to actually use this thing um and I found uh, I can't remember what the first tutorial I found was um something just simple and random and then all of a sudden it occurred to me that there was a, I think I was searching through the plugins and yeah. saw an API connector plugin. And mm -hmm. I was like, API connector. Could I integrate APIs into a bubble app? Yeah. And then, so you see the light bulb turn on and the, the, 
gears start spinning, um, and which eventually led me to just doing a, a Google search for you know how to build an AI app with Bubble. And I think I stumbled on your one of your YouTube videos. Wow. And I was like, well, so I actually found another YouTube video first. That's right. I found somebody else's YouTube video and I followed it. And I managed to do it. I managed to build a, a, an open AI integration and it worked. And I was like super pumped, but yeah. something about it was just like not exactly right. So I searched for more videos and then I found yours and I was like, oh, he did a way better job at this. <laughs> I like his style a little bit better. It was, it was a little more clean implementation. And uh, I was I was able to follow it much easier. Yeah, his yeah. tutorial was like forty five minutes long, and yours was like twenty. I'm like, that's that's efficiency <laughs> right there. Awesome. I appreciate efficiency. I, I appreciate that. Uh, cool. So and then you went to No Code MBA and got the membership to get all the um, the AI content from there. Oh yeah, it was no brainer. I yeah, was like, yeah. Yeah, I would pay for this. It is, <laughs> it's a much smaller, uh, you know, payment than having to pay my developers. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, yeah, that's that's awesome. And I, I think kind of like you, when I started realizing I could connect APIs to Bubble, and it, it's like with other no-code tools, they, you know, you can build things, but it's a little more siloed. It's not as easy to integrate other other APIs like that. So um, yeah. once I learned that with, with, with Bubble and started connecting other APIs, it like it really unlocks you know, almost it, it, it like 10 X is what you're able to build and the power yeah. to, to bring in, in your app. And um, it, it's really cool. And I think also once you kind of learn how to use one AI, uh, one API. So like even with the open AI API, yeah. API is, is actually kind of similar, which I, I didn't quite realize until I started learning them where like, Oh, now I can do, you know, other, uh, AI models and you know it's a little mm -hmm. different you have to figure out the intricacies of each API yeah but, they all have nuances. Uh, but yeah 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 and um yeah and that's what I appreciated yeah. about your course is you actually went through the the way that you went through different ways to implement uh different approaches to each API connection that's what allowed me to really unlock mm. how I understood how these things work um, you know, if you were to just have done it one way and done like one uh, type of AI API integration, I it wouldn't have unlocked fully for me and yeah. I, I would have been locked in. But because you did such a great job of exploring the different methodologies, it just started clicking for me like crazy. I haven't been able to sleep for like the last three weeks. I'm like, oh, the things I could build. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's and awesome. here we are, uh, you know, November. Uh, it was the day before Thanksgiving, I built my first uh, text generator uh, yep. integration. And here we are now, uh, almost the end of January, not not three full months later, I've got six different AI tools, really <laughs> eight, because three of them are, or two of them are hidden. Um, and I haven't put them into the, the product yet, but I can't stop now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah it, it, it is, it is. And so, so which AI AI uh, models are you implementing into so so visual right now? And and like, what can people uh, what can people use them for in terms of their designs, or or how is that gonna gonna help them um, use so visual? Yeah, so um, I'm currently integrating OpenAI. They're uh, both their um, GPT three. Uh, I think they're I'm using their latest uh, DaVinci model. I think it's zero zero three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so for text generation, so first and foremost, people use SoVisual because they want to generate social media content. 
Yeah. Um, and it's highly important to have a consistent and visual eye-catching social media presence, but they don't always know what to write. Like, <laughs> what do I put on the, you know, the beautiful quote graphic or, um, you know, what, 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 so uh, I built a text generator. So you can simply type anything in there, you know, tell it what kind of thing you wanted to write and it will write it for you. It's a simple copy and paste, mm -hmm. uh, drop it right into the, the form field for the graphic. Um, that's, you know, number one. Um, the other tools are all image-based at the moment. So I have uh, just the standard Dolly integration. So you can you know, create images with Dolly too mm -hmm. and uh, generate uh, whatever kind of artwork you want. Currently working on a way to uh, assist in adding some stylistic choices. Um, so right now it's just basic text prompt to image, but I want to add in some functionality to help because we all know that creating AI art is an art in itself yes. and crafting the prompt. So yes. I'm, I'm working on some ways to sort of assist that. So you don't have to think of, you know, 57 different descriptive words to get exactly what you want. We'll add those in for you just based on your style choices. Yeah. Um, the other one I've incorporated is uh, from a uh, company called ClipDrop. ClipDrop has a number of AI powered tools that are accessible through API. One is a background remover. It's the most effective and efficient background remover I've found, period. Cool. Um, so some of our templates are conducive to putting like a product photo. And sometimes you want to remove the background from that product. Well, we have that integration built right in where you can drop your photo in, it removes the background and then drop it right into the graphic. Um, the other one that's really cool that they also have is background replacer. So you can upload your photo that has a background and you can type in a prompt of what you want to replace the background with and it will generate the background. And this thing is so good. Like it's scary. It, it will, I mean, the first thing I did was an an armchair ch shaped like an avocado. Right. And it, it you know, uh, Dolly 2 created a beautiful one for me. And then I pulled it into the background replacer because it Dolly put a white background on it as if it was a product shot. Right. I was like, no, I want this in a hotel lobby. And uh, so I did. And it was it was amazing. Like the, the angle that the, the photo okay. seemed like it was taken out looked like it was on the floor. So it understood the sort of right. the 3D positioning and it it was brilliant. Um, uh, which which API is that? Clip join, you said? It's called Clip Drop. Clip Drop. Okay, cool. Yeah. Clipdrop.co, I believe, is uh, is their website. Yeah, um, they also have an image upscaler, which I incorporated because we all know that the problem, one of the problems with AI generated art is they are limited to usually 512 to like 1024 pixels. Right. They're usually, yeah. and, unless you use something like mid journey, which allows you to get bigger and, and upscale right. images. But, you know, with Dolly, it's like a maximum of 1024, I believe. Yep. And so if you have something that you want to display at high resolution, you need an upscaler and uh, their image upscaler will increase it up to four times the uh, resolution. So, right. a, yeah. or if you have, you know, like a pixelated uh, image that was kind of small, you got from like a thumbnail or something, it was the best you can get at the time. This image upscaler is great for that. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I built was really just for me um, <laughs> because well, and also all the, you know, the designers out there who are kind of on trend. I don't know if you notice this, but like gradients are in again, like mesh gradients, multicolored, mm. you know, swirly, fuzzy gradients. 
Yeah. Um, so I wanted to build a gradient generator mm. uh, with AI, and I managed to architect a, uh, a prompt on the back end so that on the front end, all you have to do is type in the colors you want and then hit generate, and it generates a beautiful, every single time, a beautiful mesh gradient graphic mm. with your given colors. That is awesome. And that's something that I haven't seen anyone else create um, with, with AI uh, out there. So that's that's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's awesome. I feel like uh, it's cool to like visualize, like think through all the different ways that um, you can implement these AI models into, you know, this app that was already providing value. And then you add AI on top of it. And I feel like that's where AI can be really valuable when you have, mm -hmm. uh, you can put it in the context or workflows for people um, and then give them almost like a superpower uh, yeah, on top of it. That's, um, yeah. That's what really like got me going is, you know, there are all these AI tools out there and most of them are, well, most of them are okay. Some of them are really great. And I have friends who are building AI apps as well, but in a lot of, a lot of cases that the, creative tools are in like different places. And so you're in one tab and you're in this other tab, you're using all these things, you some, some have to like bring them together. And so for the yep. creatives who are creating social content, I wanted it all in one place for them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, especially AI creators, I, I think, uh, you know, we're gonna see a huge resurgence in people who didn't realize that they could be artists with their words and turn those words into beautiful artwork. Right. Um, and uh, I, I think especially for the AI artists out there, having that um, tool where they can, in the same spot, they can generate a beautiful image and put it onto a graphic that automatically adds their username, their watermark, their logo, um, their info without any other tinkering and toggling, and then instantly yeah. be able to uh, put it on any platform because it's automatically resized for them. Right, right, totally. Um, and then one, a, a tactical question, uh, and I, I know we, we DM'd about this a little bit, but in terms of, uh, you know, so you have your, your original app, which is built with code, and then you've, you know, built these AI tools with no code. How did you, how did you make it work so that it, you know, all worked on the same platform, uh, from like a, just like a technical perspective there? So I, I had to do a lot of research on the secure way to do it. Um, but yeah. essentially it's very similar to how like a, um, like a help scout or a, um, uh, intercom, you know, like a live chat software integrates into a, a website. You know, there's a, the website has a specific code that allows an iframe to be pulled in. And, uh, yeah. that way, you know, it's, it's all in the same window, even though it might be in different locations. Mm. Um, so yeah, kind of a, you know, a straightforward uh, live chat type of interface to, that creates a widget on the page. Right. And that widget expands open so you can work inside the AI tools and then you can collapse it and then bring everything into the, uh, the Still Visual Pro app. Got it. Got it. Cool. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've gone down that rabbit hole of figuring out the secure way to do that in Bubble as well before, which uh, um, I don't remember fully, but I, I know there were different things with embedding where you run some security risks, but, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool that you thought of that as well. I can tell mm -hmm. you have a, a very good attention to detail with, with, um, everything that you do with, with the business. So that's, that's definitely cool. 
Yeah, I would say I'm plagued with attention to detail. <laughs> um, it's like a gift and my curse. <laughs> right. It's yeah. It's, everyone's strength is their their weakness. Also, exactly. Yeah. Um, and how are you growing so visual? Like, what's what's uh, and what's next? I guess. Um, in the, in what are your future plans? Uh, so right now it's just uh, growing organically. So it's um, it's still a small enough to where I have to take on clients on the side. It's still most, mostly a side hustle that I spend a lot of time on. Yeah. Um, because my, my bread and butter is consulting with clients and, okay. and building marketing campaigns for other clients. And so it's a, it's a struggle to, to not have the, uh, the shoemaker's children um, problem where shoemaker's kids have no shoes. Um, so it's, you know, hard to find time to market my own business, but uh, mm. at the moment we're planning on launching on product hunt after almost a year. Yeah. <laughs> Just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, and, you know, using my personal uh, marketing channels, uh, I've developed a bit of a, I don't know if you'd say successful, but um, an effective personal brand. I've um, got an email list of, you know, 30 some odd thousand uh, email oh, wow. subscribers. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, my web, my personal blog still, you know, gets uh, upwards of 30,000 visitors a month. And um, I have some lead magnets that convert really well. So I'm really leveraging my, the personal brand that I've built. Right. And the personal brand that I've built was built because of consistent social media content and consistent blog post content, which is uh, heavily powered by images. So I'm eating my own dog food in a sense and using SoVisual daily to uh to create content and um that seems to be uh working good so far so i'm gonna keep on doing that and hopefully amp it up over the next uh three to six months because i have some very aggressive plans for growth um but uh but yeah just gotta plug away just gotta keep plugging away one one foot in front of the other um any other questions or anything else you want to you want to add um no i mean just thank you for the uh the the work that you're doing um it's you know, really helpful opened up a ton of possibilities do you have anything on like payment gateways or, or creating subscription membership uh, yes. things with bubble yes so in the bubble tutorial uh like the the main uh complete guide to bubble tutorial on no code mba there is a section on setting up subscriptions um i am planning in the next month to build that out further to add in more information about that, specifically about uh, how to use the Stripe API to make your own API calls. Um, because I've, you know, the, the Stripe plugin is is nice and it, it makes it easy, but I think there are cases where it's it's really helpful to know how to use the Stripe API to just control it a little bit more and, and um, you know, have more flexibility. So, so the answer is yes. Uh, there is already some some content there around it, but I'm gonna be adding more. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, All right, Seth. Yeah. This is great. Great to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know when you publish it, and I will do what I can to uh, help amplify. I think what you're doing is great. Awesome. Thank you. All right. I will. Yeah. Hope. Hopefully by like the end of next week, I'll have something uh, ready to publish. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. All right. You too. Bye.